You're listening to a podcast from Victory. The antidote for worry is seeking first the kingdom of God. Learn more about how to handle worry and anxiety in week 12 of our series, Redefined. about worry. Sabi ni Jesus, do not worry. I like what Pastor Joash said a while when he did the transition and he was saying, if there are worries that we have, let's lay it on the cross. Let's lay it at the foot of the cross. And this is who we are. We are people who are worried. One of my good friends told me, sabi niya, alam ba yung feeling ng worried is the same feeling as being excited? So if you're very much worried or anxious, you are excited. Ganun din daw yung feeling. So I'm glad to tell you that I am very much excited to preach the word today. Okay. Tatlo po ang nakagets nung sinabi ko. You know, I have a friend who actually is the worrier of all worriers. He worries about everything. Lahat. When he steps out, sabi niya, Lako, uulan, hindi ako nagdala ng payong. Pag nabasa ako, dadami ako. Pag dumami ako, parang lahat pinoproblema nitong kaibigan ko. And one day I saw him, he didn't have a care in the world. Pumipito na. Baga nun. So I saw him in the mall, here in V-Mall. Sabi ko, oh bro, ano nangyari sa'yo? Bakit di ka na worried? Parang walang-wala kang worry sa buhay mo. And you know what he said? Well, that's life. I have found... The solution to every man's worry. And you want to know his secret? You want to know his secret? Yes. Sabi niya, I pay someone to worry for me. Sabi niya. Sabi ko talaga? Oh, whenever I think I'm gonna worry, I'll just tell him, Oi, lika, alam mo, mag-worry na ako. Ito yung i-worry ko. Oh, sige, ako na po bahala mag-worry dyan. Ganun. So sabi ko, grabe, no? That's how you live now. If you're worried, you just give it your worry to someone. How much do you pay him? 10,000 a week. Wow! That's a good career, 10,000 a week. Sabi ko, pero, di ba, you work for a company and you didn't, you're not making that much. Do you give your entire salary? Uy, si Lord ba yun? Kumulog. Sabi niya, you're not, are you giving your entire salary? Sabi, niya, sabi ko. Sabi niya, actually, I can't afford him. I let him worry about that as well. <laughs> Okay, let's open our Bibles as we get into the Word. Our Word for today is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. And if you have your Bibles, please pull them out. If that's an electronic Bible, that would be great. I'm going to read chapter 6, verse 25 until 34, and then we will pray. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on, is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour of his pants to his life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed with one of these. 
But if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith, therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. As I've said, it's a nine-verse topic of Jesus and his sermon. And he starts with the word, therefore. Therefore means it's a conclusion to something. Because he said something, he now wants to conclude it. And he's saying, therefore, we should not be worried. You know, in the nine verses that I've read, it's six times that Jesus used the word anxious. Six times that he has put this word in these nine verses. You know why? Because he knows who we are. He knows that we worry about something. He knows that we are anxious about the life that we live. He knows who his children is. And out of these six words that says anxious, three times he said therefore. And we're going to see that today. You know, the biblical context of this chapter and this specific topic was the, was the disciples following him were actually also at a loss. Some of them would actually give up everything to follow Jesus. They would follow him for days, leave their families, leave whatever they had to earn. And that's why Jesus was saying, do not worry about your food, your drink, and your clothing. Jesus was saying to them, You don't need to worry about that. And 2,000 years later, today, Jesus is still telling you, do not be anxious. All of us, we are worrying about something. And Jesus is telling us, don't worry. And later, we will know why. The question is, what is worry? What is anxiety? What is being anxious? We've been hearing the word since we started the service. Anxiety or worry is defined as an emotion characterized by an unpleasant state of inner turmoil. Para siyang di ka mapakali. Often accompanied by a nervous behavior such as pacing back and forth. Napansin nyo, di ba? I've been pacing back and forth. It is the unpleasant feeling of dread over what? over anticipated or future events. It is sometimes accompanied by a restless fatigue and problems in concentration. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Tingnan mo. Pasimple ka lang. Ganon ka lang. Tingnan mo. Mukha bang restless? Mukha ba siyang fatigued? Or do, does he look like hindi siya maka-concentrate? You know, I found this article... And it's actually here in the Philippines. It says, Filipinos worry more than other survey shows. Not only in the Philippines, rather. This is a global survey. And out of the 13 countries, sabi nila, Filipinos daw is the most worrier. And when I read it, sabi ko, parang hindi tayan because we are known to be resilient. We are known to take photos in floods. We can enjoy calamities. But you know what I realized? Deep down inside, we still worry. 
We can cover it with a face that's, that's always smiling. We can post every photo in Instagram as if we are okay. But the reality is, we are all worriers. The things that we worry about, usually other than basic needs, I did a survey with the, some of my friends, and this is what I got, their health. They're worried about their health. What if they get sick? Some of them, they're worried about uh, their future. That the decisions, the decisions that they make today will not bring them to where they want to be in the future. Sometimes they also worry about death, safety, and natural calamities. The survey actually shows that the top worry of Filipinos is natural calamities. In verse 27, what does it say here? In which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his lifespan? Last week, I was telling my wife, parang gusto kong bumili ng watch. Sabi ko sa kanya. Sabi niya, oh baby, watch ka naman ah. Yeah, but I need more time. And as much as we want to find the reason to add time, do you know that worry is actually wasting it? Worry, as we worry, we're actually wasting time. I found this quote that says, Worry is wasting today's time to clutter up tomorrow's opportunities with yesterday's trouble. And I believe not only time do we waste when we worry. Na experience na ba mag-worry? Diba? Parang, ano, parang nasasayang yung oras. And I believe not only do we waste time, to live in anxiety is to waste time, thought, and energy. A few years back, we were living in Cebu, my wife and I, and I went through a uh, to a sorry, I went through a health concern. I had a great doctor. He was friendly. He was a good doctor. Parang ma ano ka ma at ma you will feel um how do I say it? Okay, siya as a doctor. And sabi niya sa akin, alam mo, Francis, you're young. You're young. Don't worry about it. But if you want peace of mind, get further tests, sabi niyang gano'n. So sabi ko, at doc, I know, thank you, I'm young. I will get the further test. So I got the further test, and the test actually would take time. It would take days, actually almost a week, no? And I was waiting and waiting, and I didn't want to go to work. I just wanted to stay at home. I didn't want to stay at home because I wanted to spend time because time at home was like two years already. I thought of my life. Sabi ko, Lord, and dami ko pang gustong gawin. Lord, and dami ko pang hindi nagagawa. Lord, and dami ko pang balak sa buhay. And paano to? Pag nawala na ako, baka bukas patay, baka nakakahinga pa naman ako. And sobrang praning na praning ako. I know what you, I know you guys know what I'm saying. It was hard for me. I lost weight in a couple of days. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't drink. Parang, I didn't want to move. And the day came where I, ha- where I got the results. And the results were good. It was all just a routinary checkup. But I went through that. I wasted so much time. I didn't go to work. I was uh, swamped with work after that. This is what worry does to us. It wastes so much of the God-given time that He has given us. And you know the feeling, when we get into worry, and daming nadadamay. Your relationships nadadamay kasi you're irritable. And 
this is what we go through. And I like what Jesus is giving us a picture now of the birds. Sabi niya, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more of value than they? Also, he gives an analogy on the lilies. Sabi niya, yung mga lilies daw. And why are you anxious about your clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. We don't even notice the birds, the lilies. We don't give notice to them. But what Jesus is saying, if that is important to me, I take care of that. I will surely take care of you as well. God values you more than the birds and the lilies. And as we continue in verse 30, it says here, But if God so clothed the grass of the fields, which is today alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? For us, we see life as being practical. If it doesn't, we don't get something from it, we disregard it. For us, we see life as something that we get a return from. And what Jesus is saying, even yung grass, wala sa akin yan, but I still take care of them. And Jesus begins to say, Oh, you of little faith. Whenever I read this word or this phrase, Oh, you of little faith, I would always have this picture in my mind, God telling me, Anak, wala ka kasintiwala sa akin eh. Anak, sabi ko naman sa'yo eh, sagot kita. Pero wala ka kasing tiwala sa akin. Sometimes, wala ka kasing believe sa akin as your father. And this is a picture that I always see whenever I read this verse. And you know, when this verse came out, or this phrase came out in the Bible, this was when Peter walked on water. Peter challenged God and said, challenged Jesus and said, If that's you, let me walk out to you and walk on water. He began to walk. And then suddenly, there was a wind, and then he began to sink. And Jesus said, O you of little faith. Little faith, or O you of little faith, that phrase in the Bible, in Greek, is translated to little hearing. Peter heard Jesus, that's for sure. That's why he went out. That's why he walked. But he heard something else. There was a sound that was stronger. That was wind, and that was the waters. And what does that represent in our lives? It actually represents doubt. Anxiety is rooted from the doubts that we have of God. As we continue in verse 31, it says here, Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, once again, He said, what shall you eat, drink, or what shall you wear? This is the second therefore in the nine verses. Therefore, sabi na naman ni Jesus, why? Because He knows we need that assurance. Just like us as kids, when we go to our parents, promise? Oo, sinabi ko, yes, I will buy you that. Promise talaga? Yes, I will buy you that. Jesus is saying, I'm giving you reassurance, that's why, therefore, do not worry about it. For the second time, Jesus is saying, we should not live a life of anxiousness. He actually begins to compare us with the Gentiles. It says, For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your Heavenly Father knows that you need them all. He compares us to them. Why? Because like them, we hang on to what the world offers. And what does the world offer? We live in a world that offers only temporary 
and false security. The world we live in. It actually gives us a picture that we should have this to feel secure. That we should have that so that we can be okay. And what's that example? You know, some, some of these are good. But sometimes we worry too much. Some of us, who among you work for a multinational company? I was part of a multinational company way back. And I remember people would actually see their work as their savior. Sabi nila, I would do anything not to lose this job. Why? Because it took care of their family. The health benefits that was attached to their salary was so appealing to them that for them to lose their work was to lose their security in life. It's a good job. It's a good career. But they were hanging on to something that was false. I even know someone, a girl, single, sabi niya, I've decided not to get married. Why? Because once I get married, the benefit of my dependence will transfer to my husband. And I'm not willing to forsake the benefits of my 60-year-old parent. She was actually basing her life out of a company's benefit. And this is what the world offers us. Another picture would be probably for the business. You have a growing business. It's doing good. But when you get home, the biggest worry that you have is, what if tomorrow you don't have any clients anymore? What if tomorrow they don't call you? What if tomorrow they transfer to a different supplier, a different merchant, a different vendor? And these are the things that we worry about. The connections that we have. What if they don't have power anymore? What if the government shifts and it's another team that comes in and you say, wala na. Wala na ang connections. These are the things that the world offers that we feel we can be secure of. But eventually we know that it won't last. Worry makes us less dependent on God and more dependent on ourselves. Our mindset, even as believers, take note of this, even us who believe in God would actually say, Lord, thank you for saving me. Thank you, God, that you saved me from my sins. But from here on, I can take care of my business. Here on, I'll take over. I will take care of my career. Lord, yung business ko, pagka multi-site na ako, if I have uh, a branch in all the malls, that is the time I will say, Lord, I want to serve you. Lord, if I get promoted, and if I get that job, Lord, after this, as soon as I get that promotion, I will sign up to be a volunteer in church. Sometimes we see it that way, that we're saying we are living a life that is all about us. It's a self-centered life. We think about ourselves. We operate this way. How do we operate? I'll do, my, I'll do it my way first. And then if all else fails, now I can go to God. We operate in a way that the, revol- the world revolves around us. But Jesus is saying, how you operate is not going to work. Now you are a believer, what you're doing is not going to work. And I'm commanding you not to worry about it. To live in anxiety or to live in worry is to, li- to live in unbelief. Why we live in worry? Because of the unbelief. 
and believe that God can actually help us, that God can actually rescue us, that God can actually deliver us, give us the breakthrough that we have been waiting for. Jesus redefines us how to live our lives now that we are in his kingdom. What does he say? He says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Seek him first. Him first, and everything will, be fo- will follow. What is God asking us? Jesus first. Jesus is not the plan B. He's actually the main plan. No plan A, no plan B. Nothing follows. It's just Jesus, period, and everything will follow. You know, when we receive Him as our Savior, we also receive Him as our Lord. What does that mean? He calls the shots. He leads us to His will. He tells us what to do and what not to do. And this is His will for us. One thing that I can be sure of when Jesus is in control, His will for you is perfect. It gives us a hope and a future. And this is how our Heavenly Father loves us. I'd like to share Philippians 4, chapter uh, 4, verse 6 to 7. And it says here, Do not be anxious about tomorrow, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The Apostle Paul pounds his point in saying, if you're anxious, pray. Pray to God in that peace of that peace will come to us. As we meditate on His Word, the peace of God will be with you. And I want to share to you a story of a man of faith and this man's name is George Mueller. George Mueller was actually a, um, an evangelist. George Mueller started an orphanage in uh, Bristol, England in the 1800s. And one of the stories that made him popular was this. One day, during that time, he had 300 orphans. 300 na po yung mga nandun sa kanya. And they would wake up, feed them, go to school, and then go back. That was the routine. Go back in the afternoon. They would do their devotion there, have dinner, and then sleep. The next day, wake up, breakfast. But there was one thing different about this specific day. What was it? When they woke up, there was no food anymore. Yung head who was taking care of the kids, yung, I forgot, the, the house mother, yan, in Tagalog, house mother, mayordoma, di ba? So yung mayor sabi, George, Sir George, we don't have any food to serve. And what did George say? Bring them to the dining, have them sit in their tables, and they were there. They were all there, and George went up just like any other day and said, Lord, thank you for your provision. Thank you, God, for the breakfast that you're going to give us today. Bless this day, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. That's what he said. The kids were closing their eyes, praying. And one of the kids opened the eye, one eye, and said, Sir George, we're done praying, but there's no food. What did George say? Just wait. 
you'll see. And then there was a knock on the door. It was actually the baker the night before said, I couldn't sleep and I decided to break bread. Nag-bake po siya enough for the 300. And sabi niya, I know that you needed this. And this is the bread for you guys. Sinerv, bread na. Sabi, grabe, provision ni Lord. He never doubted that the bread would come. He never doubted the provision of God. And then the kid again, sabi niya, Sir George, the bread is here. Pinoy na Pinoy. Pero walang panula. There's no milk, sabi niya. And sabi ni George, just wait. And then there was a knock on the door. It was the milkman. Guess what? His cart broke down. He realized to fix the cart would take him hours, the milk would spoil. And he said, Sir, by any chance, would you want to take in milk? We have enough milk for the kids here. He knew his provider. He knew he didn't have to worry. What did he do? He just prayed. Tanya, Lord, I believe that your provision is coming and I declare that to be true today. Sometimes we feel that we are not entitled to answer prayers like this. But you know what? God is telling you this question right now. Are you not more of value than they? You are valuable to God. Jesus is telling you, my son and my daughter, I love you. And I'm going to take care of you. And you don't need to worry. I like what First Peter says, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Brothers and sisters, you know what? Jesus, the God that we serve, the God that we worship every Sunday, cares for you. Romans 8.32 says, He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? He goes back to the word. Paul reminds us that this we can hang on to. And this is the gospel. Jesus is saying, I died for you. I did this already for you. Why are you worried about those little stuff? Why are you worried about your health? Why are you worried if your business fails? So what? I can replace that. Jesus is telling you right now, I'm going to take care of you. Seek me first and know what I've done on the cross for you and I will take care of you. This is who our Heavenly Father is. To end the life of anxiety is to begin a life of faith. Philippians 4, verse 19 says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to His riches in His glory in Christ Jesus. Faith is not, guys, faith is not a complicated ritual to get what we want. Faith is actually saying, Lord, let your will be done over my life with the assurance that if it is His will to answer your prayers, He will deliver on time. This is who our Heavenly Father is. We're about to end and I want to share to you two stories, very similar stories. One is a story where I belong in. Before I left uh, the corporate life, this was my prayer. I joined um, full-time ministry last year around July. In my prayer in January, this is my wife by the way, our prayer was, Lord, sana makapagbasyo naman kami. Bago dun sa bagong, ano, bagong work. 
And God actually answered that. I remember vividly my boss approached me and said, Francis, lika nga, kailan nga yung last day mo? Sir, ano po, July 21, sabi ko. Oh, we're bringing the customers to Balisin. We'll bring you, bring your wife, I'll bring you guys. You can join. Wow, answered prayer. And sabi namin, Lord, grabe. Grabe ka. When we, when we prayed about it, we, we really said, Lord, we declare that you are our provider. We were actually thinking of a vacation in Tagaytay. And this is the answered prayer. And this is the funny thing. During that day, dumating na, sabi, instructions. Please proceed to hangar. Sabi ko, hindi terminal. Hangar. So they have their own hangar pala, yung going to that island. And the first batch left, 50 of them. I know how many we were, mga 70 kami. So 50 left. Nakita ko, maliit lang na Airbus. Good for 60 seats yata. So 50 left. Sabi ko, kami, ay, doon kayo sa next plane. Pero ilan lang kami? Ay, seven-seater po. So yan yon. The seven-seater plane with the pilots on board in front. And one of the things that is different about this seven-seater, it's the first time I rode a small plane, it didn't have a cockpit. Yung walang room yung pilot. Correct? Ayan, sila na yan. You can see the panels. It was there. So parang kita mo, Sir Pilot, hi! Ganon, maririnig ka. Lapit, ganyan lang. And it was sunny, it was a perfect time, so excited kami na wife ko, and this is what happened. Once we, the plane moved, kita mo yung action ng pilot eh. Sabi niya, okay, we'll have to take the other way. Pag ganito kasi yun, lilipad. Sabi niya, we'll take this, kasi umuulan na. Nakikita niya yung ulan, ah, literal. Ayan na, ayan na. So we will use the rain daw and the wind to take off. Sabi niya. Kami naman, oh, yeah, I guess that's practice, whatever. Di kami, we're going to an island, let's do this. Di, eto na. So eto na. Ngayon, sabi niya, okay, fasten your seatbelts. Nakakatawa eh, nagmamike, fasten your seatbelts. Pero nandun lang naririnig namin. No? Okay, we're about to take off. Di kami, ayan na, yung seatbelt, pang kotse lang eh. So that's my good friend. So tatlo, I wanted to show you na tatlo lang sa isang row. Okay. So yan na. So, tapos, when he spe- nag-speed up na siya, sabi niya, eto na. Eh, ang late ng plane. Nasa pakpak kami, di ba? So ramdam namin, sabi ko, Lord, thank you. So eto na, ang bilis. Ang takbo namin, mga 2,000 kilometers per hour. Ang bilis eh. Hindi ko alam. Basta, ang bilis. Eto na. Sabi niya, okay, it's raining. Inabot na ng ulan. Parang movie. Eh na yung ulan, nandun na sa, parang kami nga lang inuulan eh, yung plane lang. So, eto na, di, sabi niya, okay, we're about to take off. So, eto na, pag ganun niya, kita mo eh, yun yung, the point that I want to show you the cockpit. Kasi kita ko yung galaw niya. Kung gumanyan siya, kita ko. So, gumanito. Meaning, aangat na. So, pag ganun niya, tut, may gumanun, sabi, tut, bigla siyang, tut, Eto na. Alam mo, what we see in YouTube, totoo yun, nag-hydroplane yung plane. Hindi dumidikit yung gulong. Kasi it was all wet. So, in that short of a span, nakikita ko damo na. End na ng runway. Sabi niya, oh, medyo malaki yung piloto, sabi niya. So, kami naman, ako sa panic, hawak ko yung kamay ng wife ko, hinawakan ko din yung kamay nung... <laughs> 
So kami parang, Lord! Ito na, Lord! Tapos, sabi, tapos huminto. Sabi ko, oh man, Lord, why pa ba ako? So sabi niya, I think, sabi niya, I think we have to go back. So, yes, yes, let's go back. So balik kami, hangar. And for the first time, I doubted the answered prayer. Lord, pupunta ba kami? Okay lang naman kahit hindi eh. And I doubted the answered prayer. And sabi ko, Lord, okay lang talaga. Talaga, secure ako kung hindi ako pumunta doon. Okay lang talaga. And I began to doubt the pilot. Lord, ito bang pilot na to yung absent sa klase? Kasi kung magaling to, nagtatrabaho to doon sa malalaking kumpanya. And I began to doubt everything. And I said, nako, pagtingin ko may dalawang backpack, parachute ba to? Dalawa lang. Paano ko sasabihin sa kasama ko na mamamatay siya? Kami lang ang mabubuhay. And, and I doubted so much. I worried so much. In the next story I want to show you, I did have a picture. This was a similar st- story, turbulence. They were entering a storm, a commercial flight. And the guy who was narrating said, Bigla daw, Tung! Fasten your seatbelt. We're experiencing, we're experiencing some turbulence. Please fasten your seatbelt. We're sorry we will no longer serve the beverage because of the turbulence. Please stay put. Okay. No standing. Okay. Ayan na. Biglang, alam niyo yung may iwan yung chan nyo? Woom! Tapos iaangat niya para kunin yung chan mo. Whoop! Di, yung mga tao ba? Whoop! So sumasabay sila, no? And the funny thing is, everyone was praying, everyone was sh- ah! They were shouting, everyone is in panic. But the guy noticed a small girl. Nandun siya, sa isang side. Ganon, babasa. Every time may gaganon, tatalbog. Siya, yung guy, ya, ano niya yung baka ma... So, gaga... Nakikita niya yung bata, gaganyan lang. Tapos tuloy ulit, basa. Wala siyang ano, sabi niya, adik ba to? Parang walang epekto. And sabi niya, kids actually get yung what's happening. They easily get it. And nagpapanik din sila. Di ba yung ibang bata, pag ang saya-saya sa party, bigla nila sila, ah! gusto nila sila mas masaya. But the kid was actually stable. The kid was just quiet. Ganun lang siya. Yung sabi niya, medyo weird yung bata. So, when they landed, the, the flight went home safely. Wala pang namatay. He approached the kid. Sabi niya, Excuse me, little lady. I noticed you were never agitated. You were never worried. You were never in panic. Never in fear. How's that? Okay ka lang ba? Ah, yeah. Because my dad's the pilot and he promised me to bring him home. You know, this is a picture of who God is in our life. He's in control. The problem with the world we'll have that turbulence. We're gonna have that. But Jesus is telling us right now, don't worry, I got your back. Jesus is telling us, whatever you're going through, He is in charge. The last therefore in this nine verse, therefore, once again, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own, trouble. Jesus says, do not worry. Stop a life of worry. And the only thing he's asking is to seek him first. Put him first in front of everything. Lord, thank you for your word today. Thank you, God, that as we open our hearts to your word, Lord, and as you remind who we are,
Lord, as your sons and daughters, Father, I declare that we are actually releasing all our anxieties right now to you. Let this be a moment of releasing to our Heavenly Father and say, Lord, I'm sorry if I never thought you could be in charge. Lord, I'm sorry if you think, if I think that you couldn't help me. But thank you, Father, that you're giving me the faith that you have given Abraham when you said in your word that no unbelief made him waver concerning the promises of God. Thank you, God, that no unbelief will make us miss the mark and we'll see you through. Thank you, Father, for taking away the blinders, the dirt in our eyes, Lord, to see you once again. Thank you, God, that as we seek you, you're going to reveal yourself to us. Thank you, Lord God, for your people. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.